This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Love to hear from you at 1-800-919-3776. Also via X, formerly Twitter, at Gordon Damer, at Hardesty ESPN, at ESPN NY, 98 underscore 7 FM, along with Harvey and Joe. We're here until midnight on 98.7 ESPN. Hello, Gordon. Larry, how are we feeling today? Oh, I feel great. I feel great. I got last night it was Mauricio with a home run. Mm-hmm. Tonight it's Vientos with a home run. Oh, the kids look good. The kids look good. Kids look good, Gordon. Yeah. Well, much I like your had kids. Enough time to get it together here. Yeah, much like your kids. The, the kids look good. Now, you know, I'm not watching the game. Maybe once in a while I, you know, parachute in. To see what's going on, I, I can't sit and watch a game. I can't sit. Am I a Met fan? Yes. Gordon, I can't sit and watch a game from a team that's 105 games under 500 in September. <laughs> the season has been – it feels like the trade deadline was three years ago, Larry. Four. Doesn't it feel like the trade deadline was so long ago? Longer for me than you. Because yeah. when we got to the trade deadline, we were under 500. Mm-hmm. So I knew what was going to happen. Yeah. I was just trying to say, listen, if if if, if they, they should not make a move unless they're at 500 by the trade by August 1, they were not, and we did not. No, they were not even close. They, they made it close. clear. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> they didn't they, leave a lot of wiggle room. They made, they made the decision clear. for them. Yes, they did. And I will say this. Uh, good job by Steve Cohen. Now that Max Scherzer is done for the season. Got out on that train at the right time, huh? <laughs> Woo! Jumped off just in the nick of time. But you'll remember, and I'm not trying to say I told you so, but you'll remember, Gordon, that you and I had the conversation. And I said to you, my biggest concern was, is this Mac? Remember, he had just come off the season where he couldn't pitch in the postseason for the Dodgers. Yep. And I'm like, I know on paper it's a good move, but I'm concerned because, I mean, if he couldn't pitch in the postseason, Gordon, what makes me think a year older he's going to be able to pitch in the postseason for the Mets? Yeah, and he was he was bad at the end of last year. Now you were a better team last year, but mm-hmm. he didn't exactly help down the stretch there. Uh, and was hurt a lot last year as well. And yep. uh, this year was everything was wrong, so – no, they got out of that train at the right time, my friend. They, you'll look back and you'll you'll maybe question making this move or that move sometimes. That's not one that you'll ever no. look back and and think to yourself, no. ah, maybe we should have held on to him. No, we're good. No. We're good. <laughs> we did the right thing. All right, here's the rundown of some of the stories we'll talk about tonight on ESPN New York Tonight on this Wednesday night. And, of course, we'll talk a little football, Gordon. <laughs> Micah Parsons continues to I mean isn't he supposed to be talking about the Jets this week I mean he's still talking about the Giants how he's ripping them for not pulling Daniel Jones in the fourth quarter uh Micah leave that to us we've already ripped him for it (laughs) well he's not he's certainly not alone we really can't (laughs) criticize him for making that criticism when we've all been kind of at the time in real time saying to ourselves why the hell is Daniel Jones still in this game yep yep he made the comments on his uh, Tuesday podcast, The Edge, with Micah Parsons. Speaking of the Giants, they've got some issues, Gordon. Left tackle Andrew Thomas day-to-day with a hamstring problem. Did not practice today. 
Darren Waller, Sterling Shepard had vet days, meaning they did not practice. Uh, swing tackle Matt Pert did practice. Graham Cano was limited with an ankle situation. Uh, Giants still five and a half, six point favorites at Arizona. Must win game in week two. It is a must win game in week two. There's no question about it. If you don't win that game, then you have to find out how. But that's a team that, it, for all intents and purposes, is trying to lose. Yeah. If you can't beat those guys. Yeah. We got bigger issues. <laughs> we're going to have to play the win-loss, win-loss, win-loss game again. Uh, we, we may we'll have, have to, to revise. I'll the say win this, loss, Gordon. win-loss game is back in beta testing, much like the algorithm, Larry. Well, I tell you, the algorithm may blow up after you insert what's happened with this. <laughs> what, what happened, if indeed. But I don't think so. I think no, they I will. So. I think they will win. I think, unfortunately for Arizona, I think this is the worst time for them to be playing the Giants because they have, were embarrassed. You know the head coach has reamed them out. You know, I mean, he's not a guy that keeps his thoughts to himself. So, you know, he let them have it. And just as professionals, you have to be embarrassed. So, I think they will take it out on Arizona. The following week, uh, let's not get crazy. Not get crazy when they have Frisco. As far as the Jets are concerned, Gordon Damer, safety Jordan Whitehead, is your AFC Defensive Player of the Week. I would hope so. And rookie Xavier Gibson is your AFC Special Teams Player of the Week. Okay. So, good day for good week good for the day Jets. for those two guys, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, defensive end Carl Lawson will be active this week. Dwayne Brown. Buda will be very happy about that, getting to see Carl Lawson out there. He's a big Carl Lawson. I think he has a Carl Lawson jersey. Uh, Buda has just thrown up to know that Carl Lawson will be active this week. Buda, not a big Carl Lawson guy. Not a big Carl Lawson guy. Uh, Dwayne Brown, Makai Beckton, Brees Hall, all limited in practice today. Uh, and uh, Echoes, the corner, returns this week from the suspended list. Jets remain nine-and-a-half-point underdogs at Dallas. Not surprised. No, not, surprised. not given the situation. No, not given not the surprised. situation there. Absolutely. Tough spot. Very tough spot. Oh, by the way... Jets head coach Robert Salas said he would be, quote, shocked, unquote, if Aaron Rodgers retires, as would Gordon Damer. We discussed it last night. We don't think. I put it out there, Gordon, that considering that he was, you know, had to go into the darkness to see if he wanted to continue to play after being healthy, Mm -hmm. uh, would he also be considering not coming back? Is that the thing that puts him over the top? But, uh, you know, as I agree with you, the competitor that he is, he's not going to want to go out like that. No. And he put out a statement on Instagram. Yes. Saying that uh, he's heartbroken and moving through all the emotions. But, quote, the night is darkest before the dawn and I shall rise yet again, Larry. Like the Phoenix. Yes. Rising from the ashes. Proud of his guys. Want to know. That's it. With some emojis, which I'm too old to know what they mean. <laughs> Well, you know, Jack's around. Yeah, Paul, he's, he's, I don't Jack think knows. he's any help. I don't think he's any help on these ones. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, the NFL Players Association is calling for grass in all stadiums, Gordon, after the Aaron Rodgers injury. Do we know that grass is what caused it? The, the turf is what caused it? Uh, we They're don't know. They're complaining about the old turf. They got brand new turf. Yes. Now look, if you... If, 
the NFL owners, if they want to put grass in all the stadiums, they certainly throw money at the problem. They, they'll, yes. they'll make it work. Yes. But I, I don't know that that's what caused that injury. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. You know, I mean, they've been, I mean, Gordon, there's, uh, that's going to be tough for MetLife. They do a lot of multiple things there. It, the grass is going to be beaten up. They've tried it. They, they did the special. You remember they had the special grass trays mm-hmm. that they use where they, okay, it's <laughs> bad here. Terrible. You know, it's bad here. Let's replace this tray. And mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't work. It's too, too many things happened at that stadium. Yeah, well, if the, if the Giants, uh, the Giants control the stadium, right? I mean, do the Giants control the, the Jets control it? Whoever controls the stadium, if they have less of it, if they want to put grass in there, if they find that that's the most important thing, they can just stop having so many concerts and they'll be able to have grass. You know, now, Fenway has grass. They have concerts from time to time. They don't have as many events Mm-hmm. As, as MetLife does. Yankee mm-hmm. Stadium has events from time to time, concerts, stuff like that. Not as many as MetLife does. Yes. But I don't think they're going to do that. I think I that they th- like the money. Yeah, that, that, and that usually guides what that they do. generally does. I know it does for me, not <laughs> at those levels, but it does for me. It, it does have an influence. And and no look, question. There, there are some injuries where you see it and you're like that the injury was caused by the turf there. You see guys like jump and like they their legs kind of stick in the turf. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Trying to make a cut. And, and I'm sure at some point this year we will see an injury, unfortunately, like that. I, mm-hmm. I just don't know. I need somebody to show me that that injury was the result of that happening. It was a result of turf, the new turf. Now. Harvey, correct us if we're wrong, but aren't they, isn't the World Cup playing at MetLife and aren't they changing the field for that? Absolutely. Yeah, they're going to come here. They're going to have some matches here. It's still debated to be seen whether they're going to have the final of the World Cup at MetLife Stadium. But yeah, they will change all the the areas like Cowboy Stadium and MetLife Stadium and I believe Allegiant Field in, in Vegas. How are they going to do turf. that? Where, where, where are they putting they got all time. the turf? They rip that all out? Yeah, they're going to rip that all out. Put in some fresh grass. When is this World Cup? 2035 or something? No, 26. 2026. 2026. Yep. And next year is the Copa America. So. Is that at MetLife? Uh, yeah. They're going to have some matches in MetLife. Now, do they have, to play, they have to play on grass in the, in the Copa America too? Most of them will have grass. Um, there are some that could have turf, but uh, for the most part, most, if not all, will have uh, grass on it. Interesting. Soccer, you know. I say what you do is you do both. Just put turf down and then grow grass on top of it. Then everybody's happy. Does that help? Why not? Try it. Be the first. Be an innovator. Well, or you could do what they used to do in Philly, Gordon. They used to paint the concrete green. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. And make you think there was grass. (laughs) I remember doing a game on the sidelines there, and I was just horrified at the at the way that field was. I was just shaking my head. Not the new one. This is going back a little bit. Not the new one. Um, the last thing we're, we'll talk about, and we'll do it right now, because Harvey mentioned it, Gordon. Red Bulls at NYCFC. Third and final Hudson River Derby of the season. Meaningless. Both teams likely finishing out of the playoffs. Now, oh, devastated. I'm Harvey, such a that, huge. Harvey, that huge, can't be. What, what are you, Harvey? You're a Red Bull? He's a Red Bull. Red Bull I'm a huge holder. NYFC guy. NYFC, and you oh, mispronounced yeah. NYFC. NYCFC. Yep, that's the one. That's the one yep. I'm a big defending, fan the, of. I love defending those guys. champions. Yes. Yeah. Anything to beat those stinking Red Bulls. 
<laughs> nice. Those guys. Way to sell it. No, no good. Those guys. Harvey, how can how can both teams be out of the playoffs? Don't it? Doesn't everybody stink? make the MLS? Can't no. we get a why? Why don't we get Messi? Why don't we get Messi? You know, it's a very good question. I'm I'm not sure why the MLS gave Messi to into Miami of all places. Maybe it's that David Beckham guy. Who knows? But no, both teams stink, uh, Larry. They can't score. They can barely create. And yet somehow the Rebels have beaten NYCFC twice this season. Actually, actually, yeah, twice this season. And NYFC FC is all about the big matchups, though. See, they're they're playing out of it right now. They're, they don't. It's not so important to them. I like this bit you're doing. <laughs> I like, I like how you combine two teams together. <laughs> yeah, essentially, <laughs> I'd like that too. <laughs> well, Yankee Stadium is the place. When it really matters, the NYCFC CC is going to be bringing it. You watch. At the you yeah. watch, buddy. They're going to bring it to your house. New York City close Deliver it like the Amazon guy. Yeah. Who's at your house all the time? <laughs> oh, he's, oh, he's all here. <laughs> hey, Steve, what's going on? First name basis. Guy. Hey, Steve, how are you today? <laughs> oh, those are the stories we'll talk about tonight on ESPN New York Tonight, as well as your calls at 1-800-919-3776. Load them up. We'll talk to you next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, it's so funny. Listening to the station today, we'll get to your calls in a second. Uh, Everybody has an idea of what type of quarterback the Jets need. And there's, of course, you know, it's the serviceable backup. It's the elite serviceable backup. And it's... Okay, Zach Wilson. And what's interesting is, I think for the most part, you. what I'm hearing is they'll ride with Zach until you get close to the trade deadline, and then you will try to do something. Now, you go bring somebody else in anyway. You have to bring somebody in. But I think what they'll try to do is, you know, the biggest, the most consistent thing, opinion seems to be, we'll ride it till, till after the six games. Close to the deadline, we'll we'll we will see what exactly he's been able to do, and then, boom, we'll make a choice, because to bring in somebody now to try to get them really, in you know, comfortable with 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 the with the uh, the, the scheme and the play calling and everything, it's going to take a while. If you bring somebody in, Gordon, it's going to take them, I would say, at least what a week, two weeks, to be able to you know, you'll pair something down if you have to put them in an emergency. But it's going to take them a while for you to really get to where you're you're comfortable with this, um, you know, with, with 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 the scheme and everything. So it looks like Zach will be running things. I would say at least for the next week or two, which to a fan like Joe Leo is not soon enough because after Dallas, they've got New England, and there's this thing about New England, Gordon, as you can imagine, from looking afar. You don't have that issue because you seem to split with New England every year. Yeah. Just haven't had that. Just haven't had that situation. No, um, it's funny to me hearing Robert Sala present this like, guys, you have to believe in Zach Wilson. We're riding with Zach Wilson. He's our guy. And, and putting it almost on like fans and me. Why don't you believe us that this? You didn't believe in him last year. The reason mm-hmm. why we don't believe in him is in part because you guys didn't believe in him, and it wasn't just the coach. It was the players who a lot of them are still on the team. You got, I mean, Garrett Wilson is about as nice uh, a superstar as you can have. All reports are this guy is just class all the way. 
He was ticked off with Zach Wilson in games last year. That I'm, I, It was one of the New England games. I don't remember. It was the first one or the second one. Mm-hmm. It was the 10-3 loss to, to New England, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So they were all, they all didn't believe in him. So all of a sudden, now we're just supposed to take your word for it. And the reason why you can't just take their word for it is because every step of the way, Larry, they've mm-hmm. gotten it wrong at the quarterback position yeah. for years. Every si- They picked the wrong guy. They handled him the wrong way. They didn't have a veteran backup for him. They didn't improve the offensive line. So every step of the way, they've gotten the quarterback, and they've screwed it up so much, that's why they were in the position they were in this year. So forgive yeah. us for not believing you when you say that Zach Wilson, it's, your te- it's his team, and don't bury – I don't know why people are writing our epitaph and all this type of stuff. You guys were with us just a little while ago. And yeah. now because you're forced to stick with Zach Wilson, you got no other options apparently – you want us to believe like you're belie- I'm sorry. It's going to take people a little while. They're going to need to see some evidence at this point. Gordon, can I be honest with you? I don't think Robert Seller believes in them either. He has to say it. I, I, I get it. He doesn't I, have a choice. I get it. Yeah, he doesn't I, I believe guess he does. Him. He doesn't. Yeah. Gordon, he see, Gordon, he sees more than we do. He sees more than the beat writers do. He's there every day. He's watching the practices. He's watching him with the scout team. He knows. He knows he's he he has he made some strides. Yeah, I'm sure he's he's gotten better in certain things. I'm sure he has. Okay, repetition should make you better, whatever you do. So I'm sure he's gotten better in certain situations. But is Robert Sala confident? No, Robert Sala is not confident. He can't be. He's seen him. He knows. So he's just do, he's toting the company line. No, he's he's our guy. We believe in him. You know we. we Okay, we'll play along because he sure. has to say it. We get it. He, he we get no, it. Yeah, it's clear. He, he's not the one that's making the calls. He's not the no. one that can pull the trades off. Um, he's stuck with him. Yeah. And, and, and Gordon, to be honest, what can he do? Because in hindsight, he should have handled the T-shirts last year. He didn't believe in them. That's why he didn't say anything about the T-shirts being worn. He could have squashed that right away. Mm-hmm. He didn't. So, you know, he, he's got to back him now. He's got to show another side. He can't stick that way. Well, here's the question uh, that I have, and I know that they were, they were split on it with the K show today. Jets mm-hmm. won seven games last year. Yes. If I told you take seven out of the numbers, they can't mm-hmm. win the same amount of games. Are they going to win more games this year, or are they going to win less games this year? With Zach Wilson all year? We can't predict injury, but from what the team is saying, they're rolling with him. They're not. They're not making a trade for a replacement. He is good, barring injury. He is going to be their guy from this point forward. Do you think they win more than seven or less than seven? I think they could win one more. I think that they'll probably win more. I think they'll probably. I think they'll win eight, because I do think the tail end of the schedule gets a mm-hmm. little easier, mm-hmm. and I think by then. Um, you know, they will have found a way to do something different to try to hide him. I, 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 I have more confidence in Nathaniel Hackett than I do Mike LaFleur. So I think that Nathaniel Hackett can find something, can find some things that will work for Zach Wilson. Plus, he's open to running the football which is also going to help him. Now, I get it's going to be 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 in the box. I get it. But there's going to be some things that he'll be able to do. 
that even if they roll him out, Gordon, where you only have to look at one side of the field, Zach Wilson, just one side. I don't want you to look at the other side. Just look at one side of the field. I think they will come up with something that will enable them to move the ball in key situations and get points. Not a lot of points. There's going to be more pressure on this defense, Gordon. This defense is going to have to carry the team. There's no question. They're going to have to carry the team. I will say this, and I think that they're going to win more. But it feels like the narrative surrounding the NFL, there's a couple of narratives that surround the NFL. One is that I think that some people are upset that the quarterback position now is the be-all, end-all, right? It, It used to be more balanced. You used to have to have a good running game, a good defense. If the Jets are able to get to the playoffs with Zach Wilson, well, then that's kind of what people have been asking for. Right? Like the, the reason that they'll get to the playoffs with Zach Wilson is not because Zach Wilson's all of a sudden going to become a great quarterback or a really good quarterback. It's going to be because the defense is just so good and the running game is just all the other aspects of the game are just so good. And you'd have to say the big narrative this offseason was, or it's been for a while, running backs aren't that important, right? Mm-hmm. You don't pay the running back. It right. doesn't be- the Jets' most valuable player right now is Brees Hall. Yeah. If they they lost Brees Hall last year and it went kaplooey. Yeah. If they were to lose Brees Hall again this year, it's going to probably go kaplooey again. Yeah, exactly. I tell you what, if they're able to get to the postseason with some kind of ground and pound, similar thing, ground and pound Mm -hmm. light, let's say, uh, every running back in the NFL is going to (laughs) renegotiate. They're all going to renegotiate. Well, look, here's the thing. If you're a running back, you have to be a true difference maker. Yeah. And, if, and, again, it's not a huge sample size because he got hurt last year. It's only one game this year. But if mm-hmm. Brees Hall is going to look like he has looked in his yep. NFL career, yep. he might be the best back in the foot. What other back could possibly take the Jets, <laughs> could be the focal point of the offense, yep. and take the Jets anywhere close to the playoffs yep. with Zach Wilson as the quarterback? And Dalvin Cook, along for the ride, we'll mm-hmm. get we'll get a raise too. I'm telling you, they'll be they'll be reading. Saquon Barkley will be rooting for Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you be? Because that will change the landscape of how we're play, paying running backs in the National Football League. Guarantee you will. Has to. Yes. If he gets them to the playoffs, he deserves a lifetime contract. <laughs> Just put him in the Ring of Honor right now. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, a bunch of folks want to chat with us. Let's talk to them. All right. Head to North Bergen. That's where JR is hanging out up first on ESPN New York Tonight. What's up, JR? Hey, fellas. So good to talk to you guys. Gordon, you made a great point. Larry, it's always good to hear you guys kind of chopping it up. Uh, I called about two weeks ago saying Jet fans shouldn't be upset if we lost this first game. And to be honest, it feels like we lost this first game because we lost Rodgers. Promise, right? Um, watching this team finish was so honestly validating because the Jets have never had it easy, right? We throw all the chips on the table. We pay for the quarterback. Quarterback doesn't pan out. 1999, Vinny Testaverde. Whatever. Happens. We're used to it. It's depressing. So, my point being, talking about this, the Jets win. Brees Hall goes, talking about ground and pound, Brees Hall goes for an 85-yard touchdown. If you look at that, sorry, not touchdown, 85-yard run, runs out of gas, needs more conditioning. If you look at that run, Jeremy Rucker, a tight end who was drafted in the last, what, two years, had a fantastic block. 
that lets Breeze take off. Okay. Maybe not worth anything in that moment, but it, it kind of sets a tone. Tyler Conklin smashes a Bills player's mouth. Okay, doesn't set a, doesn't really set a great play up, but sets a tone. Uzama, capable, can catch the ball. You got three tight ends who can block, one who can who is very capable, caught balls from, from Joe Burrow last year. I'm sorry, two years ago. I think Zach Wilson, if he takes the the, the knowledge from Aaron Rodgers, who's going to sit back and coach Hackett, who coached Blake Bortles, and that Saxonville team to a very promising AFC appearance, I think something can muster up here. It could be quality. I don't want to put all my chips on the table, but I do think that if everything kind of – if we take a step back and say, what do we have here? Zach, listen, you got to make those, those, those throws, those one-on-one throws, go get them type of balls. We, we might come out on top in, in those situations, but I do think the defense has to be stellar, as they were on Monday. Special teams has to make one, two plays a game, as they did on Monday. It could be something that really, really creates turning points in this team, in these games, that, that shocks everybody. Now, do I think we're going to make the playoffs? No, one week at a time. We got the Cowboys, who just eviscerated the Giants. It's going to be tough. It's going to be ugly. Might be a low-scoring game. Love it. Round and pound. Think it's great. Away from the Jets, Henry, I think, who was on the show before, spoke about soccer, spoke about inner, and um, New York City. Just just look at Inter-Miami's schedule. They got Red Bull and New York City, who are, no offense, garbage. They're going to start climbing the table. It's going to be beautiful. You guys, listen. I just laid a lot out there. Please trash me. Talk it up. Can't wait to hear it. Have a good night. All right, JR. Thanks for the phone call. Um, we'll get to Harry, the producer, in a minute. A uh, <laughs> uh, couple things. First of all, um, ground and pound. We were talking about this. Joe and I were talking about this off the air, Gordon. He said he would love for Sanchez's if, if if Zach Wilson could do what Sanchez did in 09 and 10, he'd be jumping up and down and celebrating. Part of what he did, Gordon, was the fact that they had a really good offensive line that allowed them to run the ball. They enjoyed running the ball. They 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 took pride in it. That was a veteran group. Okay, yeah, I know, you know, Mango was there with Ferguson and you know, you you had Damian Woody on one side and Brandon Moore and you know, so you had you had a you had a a unit that played together. So, yeah, they were able to run the ball. And, yeah, what, what Joe Tucker was the 12 touchdowns and 20 interceptions. And, of course, Jeff fans will remember the fact that, you know, they had the different codes. Okay, red means you can't do this, and yellow means caution and stuff. So they had they tried to, you know, you know, make it easy for Sanchez to throw the football. But, Gordon, the bottom line is, yeah, that's what you have to do. But can this offensive line do the blocking? that needs to be done to, to get that running game going. Because, listen, does is it going to have to take a tight end on the other side to help him out? Yeah, it is. Gordon, you might see two tight ends against on, on the line against Dallas on Sunday because they got to be able to, to, to protect the quarterback and, and move the ball on the ground. Yeah, I, I think that people are forgetting that Mark Sanchez, even Mark Sanchez, was significantly better than Zach Wilson. Yep. Blake Bortles was significantly better. 
than Zach Wilson has been. I think you have to go into these games as a fan expecting almost nothing from Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. You just you need the defense to play out of its mind. They want to be the 85 Bears? We need the 85. If you're ever going to be the 85 Bears, this is the time where we need to see the defense not just be top 10, not just be top five. You have to be the best defense in the league. The same thing with the running game. We've seen some splash plays already. You figure that Brees Hall will get more up to speed as he goes along here, coming back from the injury. Dalvin Cook, it's just one game. You'll figure you get more from him as well. All the other aspects of the team have to be excellent, and then they can maybe lift up the quarterback so that not as much is on his plate. Yeah, that's the, what you have the, to hope for. The, the, the path to victory for the Jets is very specific. Yeah. Can't fall down by a ton of points. Defense has got to be excellent. Running game has to be relied on heavily, and the quarterback has to not screw it up. That's the path to victory every single week. Which means you have no margin for error. Well, if, look, the good thing is your defense can be excellent every single week. Your running mm-hmm. game should be good against everybody every single week. So it's not like we're asking any aspect of the team to overperform, really. We're just asking them to perform at their highest level. Not overperform, just what, what the expectations are for them hit that high range of the uh, of the outcomes, and yep. you might have a shot. Subi's in Midtown. Subi, you're next on 98.7. Hey, guys, I got two questions. One, would you take the Miami offense or the Jets defense in general? And then would you expect uh, any other major injury in the NFL this season? Because I feel like this is going to be the new normal for quarterbacks, whether it be Joe Burrow's injury or the fact that Tua goes down every – uh, other week with the concussion. That's all I got to say. All right, Subi, thanks for the phone call. Um, yeah, I think there's going to be some other quarterbacks to get hurt, yeah, Gordon. I'm, I'm sure there will be. I'm sure yeah. there'll be a lot of injuries <laughs> in the bet. football league. Right, yeah. And know, Tua we, being one of them. I mean, he's been hurt every single year. So, If Tua is healthy, I'll take if, – if, if. If. It's a big if. The if, if Tua's is healthy, bigger than Tua. If Tua is healthy, Gordon, by a slight margin, I will take the Miami offense. Because you, were, of, you were saying about the Jets having to hide Zach Wilson. Maybe if they have some of that turf that's left over. You know, like when you get the carpet, they have some some extra parts of the carpet left over. Yeah. Just yeah. like hide him with actually camouflage him with the turf. And then you hide him that way. Almost like he's uh, not there. Camo, you know, he's <laughs> camouflaged. Like anything, anything to hide him. Right. Well, anything, anything to do anything to hide to, him. You have a anything. couple extra pieces. You put it on the helmet. It's already green. Yeah. Yeah. Blend right in. It should. I didn't realize he was even over there. Yeah. No, they, somehow you always find him. <laughs> the the defenses always find him. Yeah, the ball finds the the, the problem, right? <laughs> always does. Always does. Marquis in the Big Apple. Marquis, you're next on 98.7. Yes, Gordon, how you doing today? We're good, Marquis. What's going on, man? Yeah. I'm cool. I want to know why the Jets don't have like some good um, extra quarterback. They said Randall Cobb was going to be the only quarterback, and I don't see why they cannot bring in a veteran quarterback to teach him more. You just throw him in the spotlight. This is the same thing we was doing last year. We keep catering to his feelings. Um, Wilson had to gas him up to get get hyped in the game. We got to deal with a regular. We could bring in somebody services to teach him too. The more teachers he got, the better he be off. You mean it's now, like or you mean they should have done this now. already? Now, well, okay, yeah, who do you want? Yeah. Anybody. Jacoby Brissett, okay. Anybody that's proven a win that could, not, could you can move the ball because that's embarrassing. You could hurt the defense. You could hurt the running backs by, by using them too much. They're going to get hurt. You got to – and 
um, coaches like Bill Bezzard, they're going to figure him out that he can't do something. He's going to figure him out. I think he's already figured him out. Yeah. Well, look, (laughs) it's now up to the Jets coaching staff to make adjustments. Uh, This is is their plan. This is their guy. Uh, Maybe it's because they have no other options. Maybe they, they, within the organization, maybe not the coach, but but within the organization – they believe in him. So this is the plan. That we, we talked about the, the, um, the, the backup situation last night, Larry. Mm-hmm. We brought up Gardner Minshew or Jacoby Brissett. That's, I think, the way that both of us would, would go yeah, here. I would go that uh, way. We think that that is a little safer yes. floor than Zach Wilson, even mm-hmm. if the ceiling is not as high. But yep. the Jets don't seem like they're willing to do that at this point or that deal is not there to be made. It is only week two of the season. I, I laugh hearing these people, well, you know, the way they should go, they should go get Kirk Cousins. Go get Kirk Cousins? <laughs> What what are the Vikings, your farm system? They're not the Pittsburgh Pirates like to the Yankees back in the day. They're not the Oakland A's. They have a season themselves. Yeah, no, Cousins is not walking through that door. (laughs) The Vikings were a playoff team last year. Now, they were a fraud playoff team as as they got exposed by the Giants, just embarrassed, but Mm -hmm. they did make the playoffs last year. Yeah. Yeah, that's why, and that's why you want him. I get it. I get it. This is a guy that's been to the playoffs, so we want him. But the Vikings aren't going to let him go. Remember when the Jets were rumored to be uh, that Kirk Cousins might go to the Jets, and he kind of used the Jets as leverage to go to he Minnesota. Did. God, that's that's the talk about a sliding door. That, that would have saved you the whole. That was before Darnold, even right. Yeah. So that yeah, would have saved you yeah. all of Darnold. That would have saved you all of 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 Zach Wilson. Yeah. Now you wouldn't have won a Super Bowl, but. You'd have, you'd, have, you'd have been to the playoffs. You would have been to the playoffs. You would have been to the playoffs. There's no question about it. Adams in Jersey. What's up, Adam? Hey, doing, Irene Gordon. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I don't know how this Jets quarterback, Wilson, doesn't get better playing against one of the better defenses in practice every week. I mean, uh, I'm not a Jets fan. I'm a 49ers fan. But <clears throat> just looking at what we did with Trey Lance, we knew we couldn't play. We got rid of him. You know, it was a burn with all the draft picks we sent, but is dead weight. Get rid of it. Well, I'll say this, Adam. Thanks for the phone call. And I had, Gordon, I had this discussion with Mike Westhoff. We're sitting at, in the, uh, it, it met life and we're talking. And I said, coaches always say, you play like you practice, right? You've heard that a thousand times. You play mm-hmm. like you practice. And they're right. But when you play the game, it's not like practice. Because at practice, Gordon, I can't hit the quarterback. So in his mind, he understands, I still have time. I know at one time what, the, what um, Mike, uh, Brian Schottenheimer was doing with Mark Sanchez was there would be a little bell. When he stayed in the, when he held on to the football too long, there'd be a little bell that they would ring. In other words, you would have been sacked. You give rid of the football, give rid of the football. But Gordon, in the back of your mind, you know I can take that extra second to throw the football because I'm not going to get hit. That's number one. Number two, Adam is... They, they know each other's plays. So, you know, I know what's going on. I see if, if I'm Zach Wilson and I see a certain, you know, formation, I kind of know what's coming. It's, it's So it's not really the same type of, of improvement that you may think it should be. There is no, there's no substitute. There's no substitute, Gordon, for, for live game action for your quarterback. Right, that's how he has to learn. That's the only way that he's going to be able to learn. So he can get. There's some things he can work on to get better, but ultimately, it is not the same. No matter how you replicate it, it is not the same as being out there understanding that Michael Parsons is on that side and he's about to take your head off. 
Can't duplicate that. No. Uh, and here, Joe Douglas has shown when there are players that he has drafted that have not worked out here for whatever reason, he has been unwilling to just make a deal just to get that guy out of here. Uh, Denzel Mims was an example of that. Mm-hmm. And I think Zach Wilson has been an example of that. Like, to to turn around and trade Zach Wilson this past offseason – you weren't going to get any – it was going to be like the Trey Lance – probably even worse than the Trey Lance deal because Trey Lance hasn't played at all. And mm-hmm. maybe yeah. people – maybe Dallas still thinks that they can do something with him. I don't know that there's a whole market for Zach Wilson, so it would look bad for Joe Douglas to move off of Zach Wilson. So he kept him here. He's not making any money. He's still on his rookie deal. Uh, but – and maybe he figured, well, with, with Aaron Rodgers, it doesn't matter because if Aaron Rodgers goes down, we're screwed anyway. Yeah. But now they're screwed anyway. Yeah, they are. They probably, they, I think in hindsight, if they had to do that over again, they would have made sure that they had somebody better than Zach Wilson. Well, see, if they had a veteran quarterback when they brought Zach, when they drafted Zach Wilson, Gordon, yep. they wouldn't have this issue right now because he would still be here. Mm-hmm. And, it would, and they would not have had to go and get Joe Flacco. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Why did they do that? By the way, Gordon, the Cousins rumors was the same offseason that Mike McCarthy was linked to the head coaching job here. Okay. And he would have been better than Adam Gase. As bad as he is in Dallas. As bad He's as he is. He's won 12 games in a season. Adam <laughs> Gase didn't win 12 games in two seasons, Larry. As bad as McCarthy is, he would have been better than Adam Oh, my Gase. God. He would have been Chuck Knoll compared to Gase. Oh, my God. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. I got to tell you, Gordon. Uh, this is, I mean, this is the worst scenario if you're a Jet fan you could have run into. It, it doesn't get it doesn't get any worse than this. It just doesn't. You're well, all set up. You're thinking about Rogers. He's coming in. Gordon, you just here. I mean, it. Now, now you're now you're looking towards 2024, and he comes back. That's what you're looking at now. This season is like whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, whatever. He'll be back in 2024, and, and you know, we'll try to get better then. That, that's what you're looking for. You, it's it's like the season doesn't exist for you now. I see. I disagree. I, I think that the season still exists. And and and, how do you have an enjoyable season in any sport? One of the keys is to not have any expectations. When you have expectations, why why are Yankee fans always mad? Because every year they go into the season expect the only way we can have a good season is to win the World Series. That's the only way. So their expectations are, are so high, it's almost impossible to match them. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not great the way it's happened. The, the, the air has kind of been sucked out of the, the balloon here. But if the Jets are able to stabilize things here and, and not just completely fall off a cliff, which I will allow that that is a possibility. They could fall off a cliff and then all, all hope is lost. Mm-hmm. But if they're able to stabilize it, if they're able to win eight games this year, I think Jet fans will find themselves having an enjoyable season at points. It's not going to be what you thought it was, but now with the Rodgers injury, it feels like a lot of the expectations have been wiped away, and now anything yeah. you get, you'll kind of be surprised that you got it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's I don't, I guess it's like last year, right, for them? Like for Jeff well, Hamm? a little bit better than that because last year the quarterback was just such a disaster. Yeah, but that whole situation won, was. Yeah, but you won in spite of him. You know what I'm saying, Gordon? You, Until you, you could. You were able to, you know, you were able to, you were in the playoff race. Mm-hmm. I mean, with this AFC, 
Yeah, with this AFC, eight games is not getting you anywhere. Probably not. It depends on how it looks. I, I don't. I think that there's still enough on this team that they can challenge. But unfortunately, all they have to do is win in a way that no other team wins. <laughs> yeah. They have to kind of completely remake what it looks like to win in the NFL. And it's not the way teams win anymore, but, you know, ground and pound and a, a really killer defense, it, it, it has been done before, and it's been done by this organization before. Yeah, it was done. There's no question. I got to tell you, uh, for me, and we'll get to the calls in a second, Gordon, I think I would have to do a lot of no huddle with Zach Wilson. I don't want him thinking. You know what I mean? I want him just go, come to the line, go. Here, mm-hmm. Here's two here's two or three plays here. Run them back to back to back. I, I don't want him because I don't want him to sit there and just, you know, sometimes you think too much. Does that make sense? I just want him oh, to, absolutely. I, I want a couple of a couple of plays here on a couple of things. Let's just come out go up up tempo. Boom. Let's 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 go. Let's go. That, that's what I think they're gonna have to do. On a couple of a couple of times a game. I think they should go up tempo with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and again, he has to like if it spokes in a wheel, he has to be like the last spoke. Yeah, he he cannot be the main spokes of the wheel. No, no, the no, main no. spokes have to be the defense and the running game and the special teams, and the coaching and the penalty. All those things have to line up, and then hopefully you can get something out of the quarterback. Yeah, you you win. He he comes along with the win. He's not the reason you, you win. He comes along with the win. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Let's say. The Jets go out there this week and just get absolutely crushed by Dallas, which mm-hmm. is, I think, within the range of possibilities on the road. Yep. You could not you could not draw it up almost worse for Zach Wilson to get his opportunity than against the Dallas pass rush coming off what they just did week two of the season against the Jets offensive line and a quarterback who is still uh, a major question mark. So you couldn't almost pick a worse opponent to face this week. But let's say... Jets get hammered this week, 35-7 in Dallas. Mm-hmm. They come home to face the Patriots, the hated Patriots. Is there any way that the Jet fan base would rally around Zach Wilson? And let me just point it out this way. Earlier this year in the baseball season, Trey Turner, first year of a big-time contract with the Phillies, was having a disastrous season. Disastrous. And I don't remember how, I think it was a fan group that decided, hey, you know what? We're going to give this guy a standing ovation. Even though he's been brutal, even though he's been a a complete mess at the plate in the field, we're going to cheer this guy on, even though his his performance does not warrant it. Could could you ever envision a Jet fan base doing something? And it turned around his season. Yeah. He all of a sudden started to become the Trey Turner you thought you saw could a Jet fan base ever get behind him in that way? I think he'd have to be – he'd have to he, – if he won the game against New England, yes, I think they would. But going no, into saying, that game – I'm saying – Going into from, that game. From coin toss. No, I don't think so. Boom. We're going to cheer it. Zach Wilson every, everything it. that they do. No, I don't see it. For one game. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't. I don't. He I think that they would it. cheer him at the start of the game, earned, and then as see, soon as one thing went wrong, it would be. See, here's the thing: Turner has good plays on his resume. He does. Turner's been Not a very Phillies, good but player. Yes, yes he yeah. has been a good player. Right. Zach Wilson doesn't have that. But what do you lose? Nothing. 
If you're the Jets fan, what do you lose? If you just went out there for one game and, and, and say it's ugly this week and they don't win, mm-hmm. but you go into that Patriots game and you just get behind this guy, you have plenty of chances to boo him for the rest of the season. Just for one game, go out there and just get behind the guy. The team wants to be behind him. The players are saying they're behind him. I don't, I, don't, I, I don't think that there's anything to lose just going out there and cheering the guy. I agree with Even you. Even if the results aren't there early. I agree with you because there's no expectation that you have that they're going to beat Dallas. None. 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 So he's really playing. So he really, in a sense, it's not that he doesn't matter how bad he is, but, you know, you don't expect to win. I just don't. He was, Gordon, I just think the problem was he's been so bad. He has been. I just don't think that they, they, I don't think, and, you know, we'll ask Joe in a second because he's a Jet fan. I just don't think that the Jet fan feels that there's there's any hope for him, in 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 a sense that he's he's not good. They just they just don't believe that he's good. So I don't think that they believe they have confidence in him. That even showing that they have confidence in him would be good enough because they don't. Am uh, I even close, if it, Joe? You know, like the this, the phrase "fake it until you make it." Yeah, like, I do. just pretend that you're that for you one believe game. it until you actually for one game. What, for what one what's game. to lose? You, if you lose, then you lose to the Patriots for the ten millionth time in a row. Right, and then you'll have plenty of time to to boo them the rest of the season. All right, Joe, you're a Jet fan. What would you do? What do you think? He's one speechless. more time. If so you this, were if you yeah. were a Jet fan, right? Mm-hmm. You're a Jet fan. Would you just cheer Zach Wilson coming in, no matter what happened against Dallas? Would you just cheer him? Started the game against New England. Whatever he does, good, bad, or indifferent. Come on, Zach. You can do it. Come on. We're right behind you. We're with you. J E T S Jets 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 Z A C K Zach Zach Zach. Zach you know whatever. Could could the Jet fan? Would the Jet fan do something like that? If it was against anybody but New England, no, that's the, but see that's the thing you don't get another chance at this. No, I know, but if, that, that's why there has a to be that game. First home game since everything went down. First full mm-hmm. home game. He would have to show something at the no, no, end. No, 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 he doesn't show anything. No, I'm sa- what I'm saying is he would. He this would, is based on you. This is you as a Jet fan. This isn't based on him. We realize he's not good. But I think at least there's some part of it, there's some percentage of it, is that there has to be a lack of confidence. Yeah. And if you just, again, I'm not saying it's going to work, but if you went out there for one game as Jet fans, all of MetLife cheering on Zach Wilson, anytime he does anything, what, who, who does it hurt? How is it bad? You're not wrong. I just, for me personally, I can't do it. And I think a lot of Jet fans feel the exact same way I do. A lot of Jet fans feel like that Wilson hasn't gotten his shot. So this is his shot and could potentially do that. But immediately, the first thing that goes wrong, he misses a short pass. He throws an interception. He fumbles the football. It's worst case scenario. It's boo birds galore. And it's how did we end up in this position all over again? Well, look, I would say if you fell behind 14 nothing, I, I could understand that fans are – the patience is only going to be so much. But to me, coming out first snap of the game, coin toss, being supportive of the guy, and giving him 
that support, even if you're faking it at the time, even if it's phony, I, I don't see how, how how it can be bad for the guy. Any cheers will be sarcastic because we've seen this movie before. 